so this is Satchin Radhakrishnan. He's uh, one of my buddies from hockey. He graduated from UC Davis with me, and he started his own nonprofit called In Their Shoes. He currently works for another nonprofit, a land trust company, and he brings a lot of experience to the table. He's worked in uh, government with the San Jose local government for many, like five years or something like that. So he, uh, yeah, that's Sachin, and now he's going to introduce me. This is Shiraj Ragubir, and an uh, engineer, process engineer. He's been with, you know, small uh, small startups, you know, but left uh, the startup world to, you know, enter into the weed cannabis industry. Still startup. You know, startup world, you know, but they're, you know, working with uh, one of our close friends, you know, over at Top Shelf Express, and they have been, you know, a budding company, you know, and Shiraj has been part of that growth. And uh, has been recently more involved in politics lately, you know, a big uh, supporter of Andrew Yang and UBI and was also campaigning and helped me out on a couple of local campaigns. So that was a while ago, though. Yeah. But still, you know, it's still like a good experience to have and brings a good perspective. So, yeah, I did like 30 minutes, but this guy, that's like he did a lot of time put into that. So it's my job. You know? He knows a lot of stuff in that arena. But well, we're going to discuss uh, Shraju voted, looks like. So I voted, Sashin has yet to vote, and we're going to talk about the props, and um, yeah, we're just going to go through each prop, what I, I voted on, and How many props are so there? it looks like we have one, it's 14 through 25, so is that like 10 almost, 11, that's 11, or 12, I don't know. Because they're all in order, right? So there's no missing. Eleven. Numbers. There's eleven props, right? Yeah, eleven. Props. Eleven props, and just so you know, we're you know it's not like we're in complete agreement about this stuff, but uh, I think we have a healthy dialogue. And it's also not like we really know anything. Uh, I or I mean, there's a lot up knows, in the air. You know, we 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 all know our own little part of the puzzle, right? But we yeah. don't. There's so much information out there about all this stuff it's really hard to know what's going on so for me from my hopefully this leads to you know more people researching on their own and then really critically thinking about what they hear you know because there's a since there's so much uncertainty some of it could be opinion on what could happen yeah you know? no this is all just like uh think for yourself and this is what i thought you know exactly kind of way to put it you know and um yeah so the first one was uh proposition 14 authorize authorizes bonds continuing stem cell research initiative statute so on this one i voted yes um it'll authorizes 5.5 billion state bonds for stem cell and other medical research including training research facility construction and administrative costs dedicates 1.5 billion to brain-related diseases, appropriates general medical monies for repayment, expands related programs, fiscal impact, increased state costs to repay bonds estimated to be about $260 million per year over the next roughly 30 years. How come you voted yes on that? Just because I kind of like the idea of stem cells and just like that technology seems really cool to me. And I looked the guys up, the CERN people, and yeah, I think that's who it, who they fund. And it looks like they do good work. I mean, they and they like fund good studies and 
I mean, studies that seem good in a sense that it helps people. Right. Um, so, yeah. And I guess there's an argument that, like, why should the government help them? There's a lot of other people that need help or something. But I don't know. It seems like they do good work. And just, like, from a state point of view, I like the fact that I live in a state that uh, funds science and that cutting-edge technology that's, like, on the forefront of human humankind capability yeah you know actually i think uh i was thinking about that too like you know maybe um there's so many other places to help right for the government to pay what is it uh 5.5 billion yeah but it equates to about seven point something billion when you include the interest and stuff so seven billion okay yeah for and it's like bonds so i don't know how that works you it's like the state bonds i don't know bonds honestly i think an investment in like knowledge if it's like hard to raise money for, you know, like if it's hard to, um, you know, fundraise for this science, but the government can do it, could fill in the gap, you know, kind of like um, with uh, like solar power and, you know, other uh, alternative source of energy. They weren't, you know, maybe feasible when it came to like, uh, you know, making a profit, but the government definitely needed that, you know those advances to uh, for the future. Make it happen. Yeah, and so I think I would support this too just because um, funding science is a great thing in but general. But, you know, I mean, as uh, just a little disclaimer, I've become very distrusting of government just in general. Yeah. And just like uh, I've been hearing a lot about California being really hard to do business in because of all the regulations, and I'm starting to... Be very suspicious about that, basically. <laughs> right. No, business should be, you know. I mean, it's all free... about. I think we should have a reason behind we, stuff. We talk about like Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, but I think balance is like an important thing. And why can't there be a party for balance? You know, right? <laughs> a balanced party. Anyway, so Proposition Fifteen. Increases funding for public schools, community colleges, and local government by uh, services by changing tax assessment of commercial and industrial property. Initiative constitutional amendment. Can I see this one? <clears throat> so this one I voted no on. And this, I actually initially voted yes on, or was thinking yes on, because I was thinking, yeah, these uh, big companies who have these like really big land plots, like maybe they should be paying more property tax because um yeah it because we want more residential housing uh because we have like a population imbalance here and the like you know we need more property and stuff so maybe if you put a higher tax on commercial properties then there'll be you know a little less of them and you can get more money for the you know local governments but it kind of goes back to the overall winds that are blowing. And I feel like right. more it's just more taxation for people to just deal with. And it's just like, I don't think we, I think we need businesses to like. They give jobs. You know? be, yeah. We need it to be easy to grow and develop a business. Like I think that should be a priority for people is 
giving people power the power to grow and you know make their own business and what stuff. i think is uh you know i think that where we fail is i don't think a lot of local governments really have good relationships with business in general if you want them to fund your schools have good relationships with them you don't need to tax them per se so that you could use the money at your discretion you know but like First of all, this probably doesn't even help a relationship with business, right, and government. That probably doesn't, yeah. And no. then... Uh, I don't think businesses like that one. If you look at... There's no commercial rent control. So any pa like tax paid on a property owner, um, commercial property owner, that's just going to go down to the tenant, which could be, you know, small businesses, which could be even, even pretty large businesses, you know? Like, if they're going to... If one of their fixed costs is just going to go up, right, because it'll pass down to them... That just you know means someone's job is lost right so yeah i would um say no on this too even though even though like for schools and stuff it's a uh, the thing is people always say that you know it's like yeah. oh yeah it's for schools <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i don't yeah. know i don't know i was i was thinking yes because saying well if i'm gonna vote for things at all like i mean it i mean okay sure our government needs our local governments need money like yes we need money but people are leaving california in general because yeah. of money problem like tax high taxes and this and that so forget the schools are not even living here right so point. it's just like a general like feeling i have about right. the taxes and regulations and stuff and i'm just like hmm, i don't know six one's hard so no, 16 one. allows diversity as a factor in public so yeah we're both no's on that Mm. Prop 15. Oh, yeah. 15, and yeah. then uh, for Prop 14, we were both yeses. And then so for Prop 16, allows diversity as a factor in public employment, education, and contracting decisions. Uh, it's a legislative constitutional amendment. So I voted no on this one because I think... What do you think this... Can we explain what this does, you think? Because that's just... It's hard reading on the text. Well, I'm just going... Like, we're just going off text right now. Okay. But we can go further in depth when we talk about it. So... I went no because I think that taking race, anything into account to get a job and blah, blah, blah. Who's pulling the strings? Who's making the decisions for things like that? I don't know. Um, it's It seems it's not, it's not like a sustainable thing to do, in my opinion. I think you get more freedom when you're not taking things like that into account and you're kind of basing things more on you know how good someone is at a job or something like that you know the qualifications of someone which makes more sense and if you want things to be equal then make it make it uh more equal for people to like do stuff create equal infrastructure and equal there's a lot of other things that can be equalized you don't have to force this like sort of stuff it's like a, it's, it's like, um, it just like creates potential for m more discrimination to take place. That's my perspective of it. I think I would vote yes on this one. Um, I see your point, but I, I think this is in a way, I know it's been done before and, um, I feel like, cause as I'm Indian, right? We're both, you know? Both Indian, I feel like I'm mixed. Indians would, you know, <laughs> uh, necessarily like could benefit 
I mean, this does this doesn't say like affirmative action is gonna make quotas and stuff for especially the universities. I think people are worried about that. Like, okay, you know, Asian or Indian, they do really well in universities as far as admissions. You're not trying to convince them. You're trying to convince. You're talking to me. No, I'm trying to talk talk to everybody. You know, you already voted, dude. No, but you're still talking to me. I'm just talking to people. No, don't worry about them. What do you mean? I'm just, don't ruin my my train of thought. You know. All right, sorry. I'm still talking to you. You're still in the same room with me. All right. You know? But it's like uh, people are underrepresented in um, they are underrepresented in colleges, right? And it's not like to any fault of Latinos, African Americans. What do you mean? They're underrepresented as far as their proportion of. Um, oh, not as many of them are going to college. Yeah, but even in a sense, it's like if you have a representative population. That's a money thing. It's all has to do with money, man. I know, and then that that shows. If this would get them to figure out ways to fund those kids, this isn't this isn't that. I'll give you an example. This in... isn't this is a bit. This is uh this is so. I think one of the phrases that I agree with that it kind of sums up the whole idea of affirmative action is, I'm for equal opportunity, not equal um, results or whatever, not equal outcome, equal opportunity, not equal outcome. Well, I look at, you know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But I still think if you have any sort of like, um, if you have um, like a focus, right? Like, hey, you should be mindful of this fact that people are underrepresented. Right? Like, they're, like especially women in tech or anybody else but a white male in tech. Mm-hmm. Does that mean they're the only ones studying it? I mean, there's a lot of white males studying tech. But I don't then, know what the percentage. But what about are. females? Yeah, there's probably, but not as many females, dude. Like, you go to computer science class, a bunch of dudes. Okay. I wish girls would study engineering, because then I could have, like, there would have been more girls in the class. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. Let me see this. I think you should, like, okay, if you consider race, okay, we're not, you can say, like, things are equal now. Less than a generation ago, there was segregation in this country, right? There was segregation in our schools. It may not have been California, per se, but there were definitely racist policies in California. Yeah. Why do you think all the Mexicans live in the east side of San Jose? Yeah, no, that's a big one. The housing regulation and the FHA, like, their ability to move, like, just, like, control the movement of masses of people and so over time which schools do you think they funded they funded no yeah that that's like uh but so i don't think the solution for this is this like this is not how you solve problems but i like think that. this is a way to start that doesn't solve that but this is definitely a way for like reparations this will in ma- sense no this just makes it worse because you give people power to just create more unfair tensions or something what is it how does the tension created because um say someone because when you're applying to a job and then uh say someone is like a lot of things that the company wants to hire right right but they're not uh maybe they're not as good as the job or something like that I feel like, you know, in the beginning, you're going to have people that are not as competent. But 
But it shows you like the, it also you gotta create, put it's just money like into them the, and time and the attention. Whole, the whole mentality behind it is just like not right. Because when you do that, you're like, oh yeah, I helped you out because you're you know brown or you, you're homosexual or something like that. Right. And so I gave you you know I gave you a favor, and so you don't feel like you actually like earned it necessarily, or you're not sure. If, but let's look at the, if you the actually, flip side. If you actually deserve what you got or something like that. Yeah, but that's called like you know, what if they do deserve it? Even if by then their they'll skills, get hired no matter what. No, but even then they'll get no, hired without this. What you're saying is that only skills should make you deserve it. What I'm trying to say is they should deserve it over an entire, you know, generation plus of discrimination against them, where they were already put at a disadvantage. Yeah, and but who's starts... who's to say who's to say who's to draw the lines of who's getting discriminated against and who? It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear based on policies that have happened before. You know, like I would put, for example, like um, if you're talking to Indian people, right? Indian people should know that people died for the rights they have today. I'm talking about black civil rights people, right? Any person of color that fought, you know, a, for, you know, racial justice and stuff, a, an immigrant coming today, no matter what their race is, can thank them for that. But they'll talk about skills and this and that, like they studied hard and stuff. It's like, no, it's not just that. Whatever you, the, it wasn't handed to you on a silver platter. Yeah, but this this isn't that. This is this isn't the same thing as that. No, I understand that. This is just giving this is giving more power to institutions. I'm I'm fine with I'm fine with giving power to, take, to public institutions. To take to take uh, race and all this stuff into account. So I, okay, these are public institutions, right? And I in a, in a way reflect. No, this would be like no, private, this is local private companies no, and it's everyone, not. state and local government. That's it. Permits government. This is only for government. No, this is for uh, jobs and stuff too. No, this is for public entities that I allows diversity as a factor in public, public employment. Oh, public employment. Yeah. You just change your. In no, the way... no, not really, because I d I still don't you, think when you say be... institutions. Yeah. I want institutions that, you know, are government or publicly owned. I would think that they represent my values, right? And so I think they should realize, like, hey, there were public institutions in the past that discriminated. Or if you're looking just at San Jose, that was government that said that only Mexicans could buy in certain areas. There were high, you know... Um, it was... That was gray area, though. It wasn't really government, no, those were, right? It was, that uh, was banks. No, that was... It's a mix of banks and right. zoning. Right. That was straight it's, zoning. It's a That's mix from, of banks and zoning. Yeah, but the zoning determined certain areas as like high risk areas and they were risky for Right. But so reasons. it was that's what I mean it was kind of gray area cuz when you zone things and you say high risk that's not that's kind of coded language or whatever. No, I don't think I think like I mean obviously no one would go to jail right for selling it but like when they're talking about those areas the government would not fund those areas. They wouldn't put more money into flood protection yes. for certain areas over others. I'm saying... So that means that devalues your property. I'm saying that's not... It wasn't like... Uh, it's gray area because it's not... You're not being overtly racist at that point. But if it's but not the, overt, how? why is it gray if it's not overt? Because Racism it, because is Because it's, it's, it's gray area. You can't really see uh, what the, what the like, sh shenanigans are. 
but with the banks, that's where they really like were picking out the black people. And yeah, whatever. but that's it's still it's informed. all they're both working together. Right. I mean, so that's clearly. why I think I don't. I would rather control our public institutions to reverse that and it, like you know it's like a, it's an error they made they made a mistake right they should rectify that you can't just say things are equal and let's start playing nice now no you gotta have you know no you don't say things are equal let's play nice you say let's make things equal from a ground level how do you have equal opportunity not equal outcome like you don't want to force okay i'm gonna get like three black people and two three asians and because this, like, that, that's Well, it doesn't do that. Bullshit. It doesn't do the quotas, but it has, No, like... that's the idea behind this sort of thing. No, it does not create quotas, though. Like, we can look at it online. Okay, quote-unquote, it, it does says not create it does not quotas, quota. but the idea of this is to hire more people based on color, sex, based on discrimination. Yeah. Who knows? I... I think discriminating is wrong, but a positive way to, like, look at our history with an honest lens, right? And be like... That was like a dark time in our history. We can't just go ahead and, and you know, it's not like they're discriminating. And I understand like discriminating, this, like based this like, would be discriminating, right? You would if you're able to take someone's race, whatever, into account and hire them based on that. That's like discrimination, right? No, discrimination is like a negative effect of that. So what's the opposite of discrimination? Then? So you, I mean, you could say it's a positive discrimination, yeah. but it's still discrimination. Yeah, but I still, I, it's, I, it's better than negative discrimination. Better than negative discrimination, but what's better is no discrimination. You can't... How? Okay, then what What do you do then? You're talking... Okay. As it exists today, there are people who live in certain areas that are underfunded because of discrimination. True, how do you undo yeah. that then? I mean, one of my first steps, you already know, is UBI. Yeah, no, but that. how do you undo that just based on where they live? UBI is not going to fix that history of where they live it helps i mean it makes it so your income is mobile so you can move wherever you're talking that you're gonna they're gonna move to places that people aren't gonna move out of because they're nice what tell me a person who lives in a nice area who's just gonna give up their spot no one's gonna give they up get spots. UBI there's, too. there's new spots being made everywhere all over the place there's states that need more people to come over there yeah but i'm talking about here now like we're just talking about california there's, right no we're not talking about just california talking we're talking about, about california in here people want to no, live I'm, in you were saying there's poor people and i'm saying ubi and so i'm that's more general that's generalized to the u.s okay so let's say you okay do you think that it's important and we should probably move on from this too in a little bit yeah you know, definitely it's taking too but much like time. do you think it's important to like rectify those dark times where we have discriminated like discriminated based on race and all these things you see here race i think and gender i and... think you i think those times are very dark and there is like i mean i don't know so i like i don't know yes no like i'm not 100 percent sure i'd rather not focus on wreck like like Shit happens, yeah. you know? <laughs> shit happens. That's not shit happens, though. Shit happens to everyone. There's a lot of people who's like, a lot of shit happened, right? If we were to look, if we were to trace our lineage, mm -hmm. it's not traced. I mean, yours is different, right? Because you came from South Africa. Yeah. If you were in South Africa today and there were still issues based on your lineage, how would you feel? Let's say apartheid, apartheid was still there. Yeah. How would you feel about how you were treated in South Africa if you were still, like, second or third class? Really bad. So then what would you want to happen? 
What do you mean? Because people today can trace their lineage to discrimination, right? And those effects are, in a sense, like still there. So in South Africa, how... Like, at the end of the day, what people want is, like, a place to, like, sleep. They want food. They want a meaningful existence. Those are the keys. They don't care. I mean, it's, like, you can say, oh, yeah, like, I'm in this position because my, you know, grandfather was a slave or something. And so... Yeah, and I think, yeah, it's no no dwelling on it. There is something there because those communities have been, like, purposefully screwed by the government. And so I think those communities need to be, like, invested in and built up by the government. Right. But you don't think this is a way to get there? No, this is not a way to do that. This is just, like, this is Band-Aid. This is control... Uh, by institutions that's not it's not it's it's a it's like it's something that sounds nice but it's really like giving power to people that you don't want with power so don't you think that this would help the representation issue in general what do you mean like if like um Like, let's just say if a college campus was more like so it'll be represented uh, more diversely right but it won't be represented in a good-hearted way. I see. Because like, it's not, okay. it doesn't create the right culture. It creates this freaking racist, weird culture that I'm just like, get the fuck out of you here. You know, in a, uh, usually I always respect that fact. Like, if you don't have a good beginning for something, like as far as like the the heart behind it, then it just doesn't end up well. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have a good beginning on the foundational, you know, like the reasoning for it, right? It's not right. even like in my in my mind at least it doesn't uh, yeah. have a good oh, fragments. foundational it's... thing here going on here. Yeah. Well, I think we're split on that one. So 16? we're split on that one. I would know. I'm a yes on that He's one. A yes. So. All right. So we'll see what. All right. I honestly, the way the Black Lives Movement has happened, I could see this happening for sure because there's yeah. a lot of movement towards that direction. Anyway, so uh, Proposition 17 restores right to vote after completion of prison term. Uh, this is a legislative constitutional amendment. That was an easy yes. Easy yes for that. Easy yes. Proposition 18. I want to talk about that for a little bit, though. Because, oh, okay. like, I think, like, I think it's still messed up in society that we don't, you know, one of the nicest guys at the church is out of prison, you know? He's out of prison, you know? He, um, I work at a church, you know? One of the nicest dudes, Fernando, you know? He did his time. He's out here. He wants to get a job, this and that, right? Move on. Get on with his life. I still feel like our society, like, we punish people just for going through our rehabilitation system. It's like they go through it. It's supposed to work. And then we still give them every other obstacle. And then we wonder why people go back to crime and shit. But I think giving them the vote is a good place to start to, like, feel ownership back in the society, right? Yeah. Have some, like, feel part of this again, right? You can vote and make decisions. We live in far too punitive a society for my liking, so a lot yeah. of the prison reform ones, like, I'm pretty much, like, board, pretty huh? liberal with those. Um, I like that way, way to put it, yeah. It's very punitive. I think, yeah, kinda. I think we live very... In a, we can move, yeah, we can be like, it's pretty archaic in a sense, right? So I think so. Uh, Proposition 18. Amanda's California constitution to permit 17-year-olds to vote in primary and special elections if they were turn 18 by the general election and be otherwise eligible to vote. 
legislative constitutional amendment. So this was a pretty yes. easy yes to. Pretty easy. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let them vote, dude. Yeah, let people vote. Voting's cool. I'm, I mean, there's an argument like... Voting's cool. I like that. That's there's good. an argument like maybe like younger kids are more indoctrinated by schools, so maybe schools are technically voting rather than the kids themselves. You know, I think teachers... I think as a responsibility of a teacher, it's to, you know, get people to think critically, you know? But and in that, general, that's... there's that argument that school is pretty left-leaning or something. And I feel I like, kind of yeah. tend to see that and agree with that. Kids would probably be left-leaning, like, left-leaning, right? They want tax, you know? Huh? They want, like, you know... They want to pay taxes? No, no, they want, like, they uh, don't give a shit. programs. They're like, yeah, my parents will pay taxes. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Talking to a kid is, like... So there's some kids that'll surprise you, you know, about oh, what no, they kids know. Kids are so smart; it's crazy. They're like, and, I, when I was uh, young, like high school, I'm probably more intelligent then than I am now. Yeah. But yeah. All yes. Right. Proposition 19: Changes to certain property tax rules, legislative constitutional amendment. This one is like this is tough. So this was the Spend time on this yeah one. homeowners uh, over 50 disabled or wildfire victims to transfer a transfer primary residence's tax base to replacement residence changes taxation of family property transfers establishes fire protection service fund fiscal impact local governments could gain tens of millions of dollars of property tax revenue per year probably growing over time to a few hundred million dollars per year schools could receive similar property tax gains so i went with a no on this one and kind of just went with the whole t more taxes more problems kind of mentality um i don't trust our state government i think this one was like trickily worded and it was it was trickily worded it, it says was just changes so, okay family it was worded so uh like kids would own the house like be it be eligible for kids right now are eligible to get the property tax savings from inheritance, but this thing right. would make it so they would have to make Pay it their that. Pri primary residence, but they could still do it, but it would have to be their primary residence. And I think they could only do it once or something. Or maybe, I'm not sure. But I think um, this really, like... It's just, like, more... People should be able like, to, you know... I think people should be able to pass on things to their children, you know? Like, without I mean, these tax think, implications, you no, know? No, I think that's fine. I think, honestly, I think maybe when, maybe taxes should be reset for everyone all the time. I don't know. Like, I think high turnover may be See, a they would thing. pay property tax on it, Especially right? in the super high competitive housing market. Like, you want people to... Pass it to their kids, right? And stuff, or... No, you want people to move out and get out the, get the fuck out of here. Why, why other, like, why else would you buy property? You're buying it f not just for you to live for 50 years. You're buying it for a whole generation plus. Sometimes, but sometimes you buy it, like, for rental property. Sometimes Talk to you your mom and dad money. about, you know, like, no, them yeah, buying you, property in no, general. They're going to give it to you. They want to give it to you. It's a long-term investment, probably, they're, usually. Of course, it's, yeah. like, their business in their lifetime, but they still plan on giving it to you, right? Well, it's a long, it's a long-term investment. Right. Yeah. I think we should, you know... Uh, we should reward that in a sense. They're going to pay property taxes anyway. Yeah, but I mean, in a sense, I mean, how, how much land is there, right? Or something like that. Like, we, there's a limited supply, right? So. This doesn't, really, this doesn't really affect that too much anyway. This is yeah. just, this is just, just some weird, this is weird laws yeah. that someone's trying to. 
pull. Yeah. Someone's trying to I'd pull. Say no. This is suspicious. I think yeah. This is this is sus. You know. <laughs> I feel like yeah, it should be so basically like written if it were. If they wanted to, you know, they're trying to use the wildfires to, yeah, right. It sounds to like weird, man. Make you think that it's good or something. Yeah, to make a fire fund. Anyway, just so so you know, the fire protection, the state only owns like three percent of the forest. It's national. Yeah, mostly national. So if this doesn't do anything national level for that shit, so I don't get why we're not doing fire maintenance. You know, Donald Trump, he mentioned forest cities, and I got really excited about that because that's what I want. Forest I want, cities? I want a forest village, city, forest village. Village kind of nicer. Yeah, we're going to homier vibe. We're going to get to your, your presidential vote in a little bit. Just kidding. It wasn't Trump. <laughs> no, Trump said that. He said forest no, cities. I know he did. I know he did. Forest cities. All right, we're on 20, <laughs> so we're no on 19. Yeah, no on 19. Uh, so Proposition 20, restrict, restricts parole for certain offenses currently considered to be nonviolent. Authorizes felony sentences for certain offenses currently treated as misdemeanors initiative statute so it basically makes things a little more strict and harsh and stuff so increases penalties it says restricts parole for certain offenses really yeah no but i think the whole vibe of it was to it would make things more strict and stuff and more punitive which i'm i'm not (laughs) like bring me a prop about like uh a program that to increase mental, you know, mental health amongst prisoners, that that I'll vote for. I'll pay for that. I'll pay your corrupt. Interesting. I'll pay corrupt tax dollars for that. Yeah, I don't know. For me, um, I agree with that. Drug counseling, mental health stuff. If it's there's nothing in there about it, you know, and and we're talking about people who exit the jail and have any engagement with the government if their engagement with the government isn't like to really help them like move on with drug addiction and stuff unless that helps this parole so, does do that i i don't know but people are saying that they they're scared that there's going to be more crime if you don't say yes so that's what do you I mean because like, there's like okay yeah because they want to increase because i think there was a prop before that decreased the penalties or something there was a prop before in 2016 that uh, it released people from prison if they had nonviolent yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, something and like it that. reduced it from a felony to a misdemeanor, and that's why we have a lot of drug use that's so public out like outside. Like, you're that's not gonna good. jail them for more than five that's, days. That's real stuff, man. But we have no drug programs, so it's like you just have the drug use in the communities with no enforcement capability, but. So I mean, we could point the finger all day, but yeah, no, I'll say no to that too. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just into the non-punitive thing, but I can see we could do something better. I think, like, like you're saying, <coughs> if you have a band-aid, then you don't focus on the real solution. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm all go back to the drawing board. Root causes, man. Yeah, go back to the drawing board there. Okay, so uh, Proposition Twenty One expands local government authority to enact rent control on residential Ooh. property. Initiative statute. So this is a hot topic. This is big. We've been discussing this one for a few minutes now. Yeah. Or a few times. A few months, dude. Yeah. Weeks, maybe. A month. (laughs) All right. So I went no, because just on the basis that I don't think rent control is an effective method of um, helping the issue, which is high cost housing. Um, Yeah, that's the issue. 
Okay, but still. Unaffordable housing. So the way I tried to ask you before is mo all these props are like status quo or change the status quo. And so when I look at it today, our housing you know, crisis, if you will, and even rent control. Rent control is very limited. This frees up rent control to do stuff, right? To do well, what rent control so is meant to do. I guess we already have like rent control enacted, right? If and you have pretty, any, there's some. You have like a handcuffed on. rent control. It's Which not because you don't. Want, I don't want rent control. Why? Okay, so what do you? So, I get like you're trying UBI. to get at root causes and stuff, but let's just focus on this real quick. Yeah. You don't think this is going to help the status quo at all. You don't think it'll get even marginally better. So what this does is it, it a few people will get lucky and win, but most people end up losing because it's not an efficient way to do it. Okay. So how do a few people get lucky and win? Because uh, when this law will go will go will go into, in effect. A, into effect, people will snatch up the rent control places and stay there. Okay. And then whoever gets it, gets it. And whoever doesn't, doesn't. Then they're... So the rent control places now. So you're saying because there'll be rent control in these places like that weren't formally controlled before? What do you mean by snatch up these places? What are these places? I mean, I'm imagining when the law passes, they're going to say, okay, so there's they're going to have to uh, uh, have places that are strictly rent controlled. Or no, everywhere's rent controlled, right? No. So... So yeah, th this, no, this would make it so you can't raise your rent more than like well. So this still this still puts it to the local. The I think the biggest part about this that I'm supporting, twenty one voting yes for is uh, it gives it to the local authorities. And my experience in local government is like it's been really difficult to do it because you have to follow the state one, and it's like they're not able to do rent control on new units. So you have all these for-profit developers that are um, lobbying the city government officials and stuff. They're driving out the affordable developers who would be, if they were rent control, the affordable develop, developers would stick around. They're, that's what they're there for, right? The for-profit ones, I think, would leave. Or they would just like, this isn't a great investment opportunity. I'm like, and my opinion is housing is not an investment. We need to stop thinking of it this way. We end up no, in these absolute I mean, flows of everything's an investment, right? You invest your time and energy into everything you do, right? Everything is in sense an investment. Not when you have a huge social problem of homelessness. Yeah, Tell me how you many invest in housing to fix the homeless. I'll problem. give you an example. You got into, into you're still investing. Yeah, but they're not doing that. What do you mean? They're investing in housing that people can't buy, and there are places that are empty. Because they want the higher rate to be paid. Zoning. We have to zone the places so people. But we're can just still talking about this cheap, though. small. Teeny I agree houses. with you. I and we are we are doing that. Zoning good. is getting changed that way on that's the local good. level. No, that's good. So this helps no, put more authority with local people. I'm okay. With, zoning is changed. I'm local, okay right? with local authority to change zoning. I don't want rent control. Period. Rent control is not how. It's a waste of time. Why should the state control our rent control policy? Why can't the local governments do it? I'm sure there are people like you that say, I don't want rent control. No. And they'll say, we don't want it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm i not even for the state having rent control. I would, if I could so say. So if you voted yes, it would get taken away from the states. 
No, it would give more power to government in general, right? No, it would give it to the local government. States. It takes state it away would... from the state government. That power is given no, to local it authorities. it would just add more local power. It wouldn't take any power away from anyone. What is it just? It says overall potential reduction in state revenues. Yeah, I think I think it, you're so, right. It doesn't take away, but it adds local power. I think adding local power is a great way to adding not for rent control. I'm okay with local power, not for rent control. Is it just rent control in here? Yeah, this is a rent control thing. Rent control creates a stop loss inefficiency, no cost stop loss. Inefficiency. So why is housing, why? There are some things I think we can have, like, we can deregulate, you know, how much someone can make money off of, right? Like, food, for example. If food was just expensive, right? Like, artificially high, right? And then people were dying, right? But it didn't matter. Because whoever controls the food, they're making money, they're living, they're fine, right? Try not to hit the mic. Sorry. Don't, don't touch. But then with <laughs> housing, it's the same thing. Housing is high, and it's high enough to a point where some people can't afford it, and people are dying in the streets. That's exactly what's happening today. And so rent control is supposed to alleviate that and get that. But it's not going to work. Because that's not how it works in reality. Show me uh, a real-life case where rent control has worked. I'll show you where it's not working. When you have... Units that are empty, but people have that high price tag on it because they're expecting to get that price tag. There are there are business complexes that are empty because they're waiting just for that high price tag. And you'll actually see more of that with rent control in place because people, why would you see more of it? Because people would not want to put a lower price because they're not going to be able to raise it later as the market goes up or something, or it doesn't match the market rate. What's what's wrong with lower rates? Um. You, you can't, you don't make a profit. It becomes an expense. Once you get to the point where your properties are an expense on you, then then you can't, it's not sustainable. Then you have to sell it or do something else with it. So it's just going to, I'm pretty sure rent control is at a percent. You're telling me that's not going, you know, people are not able to like maintain their properties after some point because they're not able to raise their rent. People don't want to price their properties low because they're not going to be able to raise the rent after that. Okay, so you're saying you're just going to keep the market the same? Well, it's or just going to create inefficiencies in the market. Hmm. That is a good argument, I think. I mean, it's just like not the thing to focus on. It's just a waste of time, in my opinion. See? Like, vote for it, vote against it, whatever. Like, it happens, it doesn't happen. It won't, like... Okay, so then that just means landlords have to keep the rent and they just have to raise it every year no matter what. That's all that means. Well, they don't have to raise it no matter what. They do because if they don't raise it, then they get stuck at that. And then they will start losing money once the... Who says they're stuck in it? They just can't raise it after a certain point, like a certain percentage. Yeah, exactly. Why would you get stuck in a Every percentage? year, right? Every year you can only raise a certain percent. Yeah. So they'd max that out because you don't want to fall below the market rate. 
Markets are in ebbs and flows. That's the whole point. It's just like yeah, when, they, it, there's, when there's a the, high speculative market, yeah. they don't want it to just keep raising with how fast, you know, it's being speculated. That's there true, should be yeah. a limit in the speculative period, you know? But so this is when all... there's a downturn... The market, then, markets work in weird ways, right? So people will come to a place for whatever reason, they'll leave a place for whatever reason. No, they're following the money. Wherever there's dollars, yeah, people yeah, are for, going where the dollars are. Wherever, for whatever reason, right? The right. dollars are here, the dollars are there. See, I think, like, you know... Uh, but, like... Uh-huh. So you're telling me okay, there's ebbs and flows of how, you know, economies and stuff, right? Yeah, and putting, a like, a um, this kind of cuff, like a handcuff on landlords and stuff or whatever is... So what kind of landlord are you it, thinking of? Who are you thinking of when you think of landlord? Like, you know, anyone. Steve or... He's not a landlord. Or my mom, or... How, how many pro- properties does your mom own? Four. Okay. And so who would this affect? Does it say that anywhere? Okay, what I'm looking at, I'm not looking at your mom as a landlord. I'm looking at developers. I'm looking at people that are building apartments today. They're not buying homes here and there and, you know, renting them out. So, I mean, but so... It, so if you're looking it's at developers... On, on that scale, too, you would get less development in general when there's rent control yes i think i don't want you're, development you're gonna have developers going out of here so we have affordable housing developers that have been struggling to develop here because there's all these other for-profit developers that's what i see is this is like it frees them up to do the work because it's no longer like a profit driven market as you know it shouldn't be you know we have the first time home buyer program you know we have like um Section 8 housing and stuff like that. And there's still, you know, there are 5,000 vouchers and people aren't able to even get a place with them. The pro- there's not enough units that exist like that. We need to be... So, I mean, the main issue is getting the infrastructure in places where you're building right yeah. now. and Right. Developing. Right? Developing, yes. So development is, okay, the right type of infrastructure, right? So rent control isn't going to help No, that. no, let's go back on that point. You're talking about infrastructure in areas where you need it most, right? Yeah. So what infrastructure do we need? need like, do we need more luxury apartments? Sewer, you know, no, the infrastructure like sewer and electricity and water. Okay. Well, that's coming with the development, right? Well, I don't know how that works actually. They pay money to if they if it's not like who plays up, who's they the developers. The developers pay yeah. money to who? If you're gonna have a to the government to make those, you know, it's either they do it themselves or they pay the government to do it. The developers pay the government to do work to expand, you know, roads and fire service and police service and sewage and stuff. It doesn't make sense that the person building the road would pay someone else to build the road. What are you talking about? Like, if someone were to build a power line... All they need to do is get it up to the specifications, right? They don't, Why would they pay someone else to build the power line? Because they have the expertise to do it. And they're like government contractors. So they should be getting paid by the government. They're not paying the government. No, they're... Whoever's getting paid, you're saying it's like the subcontractor of the government. They're paying the government to do it. It's coming like, you know... Wait, what? Paying the government? They pay developer fees, right? Who's they? The developer. That's what I'm saying. Developer fees are paid by the developer, not okay. anyone else, right? So, the develop. So say, uh, what's the developer 
cost Facebook. Yes. Is that what we're saying? We're saying Facebook is a developer? Let's say if Facebook is a developer. Yeah. So they pay the government to do what? Okay. Let's just say they have a building, right? It's either they take care of it, right? They build it up. They pay. No, 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 no. They don't have one already. So Facebook, say Facebook wants a building here. Right. How do they get electricity, sewer, water there? I don't know how PG&E works and all that stuff. If they have to extend the service, right? Which, who pays it? for it? The developer's paying for it, so not the government. So Facebook pays who to get the water there? Why does it matter who they pay for? Who, I'm just who, trying who to pay? figure out the logistics. Whoever builds it, dude. Whoever builds it. I don't know who builds it. It's not the government. So the Facebook, but I'm just trying to figure out if the government, where's the involved, where the money's going? The government. That's what's important. Where's the money? Why does it matter where the government is in that point? No, what's important is where the money's going. The government charges that. The money. They're going to say that, hey, you got to pay this or make sure that this comes from you guys. Doesn't matter. You can pay the same contractor that we work with, right? It doesn't matter. Okay. But the government's not paying for extra sewage for Facebook, right? The government may actually. Like, well, why not? Why isn't the government partly taking on the cost of new infrastructure that's also going to be used for, you know, residential stuff too, maybe? Yeah, they may do. I don't know. They may like do roads and stuff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I feel like we're sidetracking. Well, I just think that or what's is the point? doing that is what's important. We need to build the sewers and roads and whatever to connect like new developments to things. Okay. And zone it so people can build there easily. Okay, but what are they building though? We're talking about housing here. We're not talking about tiny like... houses. Wow. Okay. Treehouse village. I I have a whole. We can talk about that forever. Why tiny houses aren't going to work. Not here. They're already yes, not working here. I'll tell you that. 100%. Uh, Alright, let's continue. But on rent control... I'm a no. But I still don't think... You were talking about developers, right? Mm -hmm. We're not talking about your mom and her rental properties. I still think she should be able to make... But it would money. be for all properties, These right? are still local... local on residential properties. Let's put it for example. This is, this is a residential property. You live on you're, a you're you live, local government. You right? live on a residential property, yeah. do you not? So this would apply to you. What if the local government set a measure, which some of them try to do on new development? We just want to put rent control on new development. I'm talking about your mom's houses that she already owns or built. We want to put rent control on new development. I mean, I would vote no. Which for is a it. local policy. If, I, to if I had an option to vote on it, which maybe this would take away my option to vote on it, it would just give them power to decide. Exactly. Then I would vote no on it. I would say no. Do something else. Freaking build something. Stop trying to control people. <laughs> but they have they these developers are putting in luxury apartments and they're trying to get an artificial price tag. So you can tax those, tax the luxury stuff, and then don't tax the the this stuff, the affordable stuff. Don't do rent a control. A tax doesn't just build you housing all of a sudden. Tax tax is how you lever things. That's how you control You're talking stuff. okay, you're you're saying okay, we're gonna tax them, right? Meanwhile, they're just picking up land all over the place. So land goes up in value that you need to buy for affordable but housing. Why would they buy the land? This is happening like literally right now. The the status quo. But we're we're not you're I'm giving an imaginary situation where we tax them. Are we, we are taxing them. Taxing uh -huh. is not building housing. Having money doesn't build you a house all of a sudden. No, but you ta you're saying these big companies are moving in and or the the higher 
like the fancy housing is getting built rather than affordable yeah. housing. And that the price for affordable housing keeps but on going if up. if it gets taxed, then you're not going to get as much of the high price housing, luxury housing. How is that not working? What do you mean because, that's not working? No, because the, right now they're still able to make like, you know, they still see it as a as a profit. It's like we get no affordable housing. We're still getting luxury apartments. It's not as fast. Right, it's still slow to even get that, which isn't helping the overall housing market in general. But it's like you're just—we're just losing on all fronts, and I think it's because the local control can't do anything. They're handcuffed. If they could put rent control on new units, why can't it would they, drive why out can't the they zone it for not like for not luxury housing? Just do there, that. It's housing. There's, so say. Zone it for affordable housing. You're going to tell me that you're going to support that they're only going to zone it for cheap housing. Who will live? That doesn't work. You want to have mixed housing all over. It yeah, be, mixed housing. Your whole neighborhood should have different, you know. No, I agree. Yeah. You should have, you should mix up the housing. All right. Well, maybe we should move on. Rent control zone? is not the answer. Yeah, I agree with you on, on the front. But... It's just a waste of time and it's not effective. Okay. So we have to. We'll hopefully we'll look out for that on the ballot. You know, so that's a no for another me. time. <laughs> Vote a yes on twenty one. Yeah. All right. So Proposition twenty two exempts app based transportation and delivery. Like we need a break after. <laughs> no, I'm tired. Uh, exempts app app based transportation and delivery companies from providing employee benefits to certain drivers. Initiative statute. So I voted yes on this one. Ooh, this is tough. I think. Go ahead. <laughs> Let people be contractors for these app-based companies that are just that's just meant to be um, willy-nilly. People aren't meant to be like full. It's not meant to be a full-time job. It's most. It's meant to be like a little extra cash here and there, and um, I think it's just taxi companies being jealous and they're like, all right, well, let's regulate it and make make it more like a taxi company so they can't compete with us as much as so that they don't destroy us as much because taxi companies are getting destroyed i mean clearly yeah but see in that way i think uh but that's just like how so what, what, what do you mean about that what like what's wrong with them getting destroyed i mean or why I'm, are they getting destroyed no i'm saying that's not i'm saying that's the i, I agree that's the natural like cycle of life right but um, I think they give the app anyway. If, like, they want the taxi companies want people to vote no on this, like taxi companies would be for the no's because the Uber's their competition. Wouldn't they vote yes then? Oh yeah, because then Uber, no would get them out of there, huh? <laughs> yeah, no would make it harder for Uber to function. If I'm being really honest, I've been really into the line bike stuff anyway. I don't think, you know, cars. Yeah, I think all those guys are probably contractors, the guys who collect the scooters from people's driveways. And they should shit. be paid, man. They should be paid. No? Just like pretty specific yeah, shifts, but, though, too, I, mean, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how it works. But, but like, I think if, like, these app things, the cool thing about them is that you you just, there's it's just, like, uh, quick and easy money. Or quick and easy services you can do, yeah, for just to get paid real quick. It's not like... Why can't you do that and have health insurance? 
because it's too expensive. Let's can't everyone just if have health insurance separately? If and there's like, more people getting health insurance, doesn't it become cheaper? Why do we have to connect health insurance to the job? Because you're working. And then at some point, you're saying that as a young person right now, but if you have family, yeah, and this becomes more of a means of income, health insurance is I'm very I'm more important. on the lines, like, I mean, everyone should have health And you're health getting insurance. taxed for health insurance. Why wouldn't you want to just tax Uber instead? Because it makes it, it makes it so they're not going to exist. I think that is a stretch to say they're not going to exist. I mean, they'll exist, but it would Uber be... Uber leaving is... This different... doesn't make them just like, you know... I don't think they're just going to They're not going to exist how they are, at least. That's for sure. California is the it's fifth largest the economy in the world. They're not just going to leave the biggest market but in America. It's not going to be the same, and it's not going to be as good as it was. Okay. We're trying to get people it out of It is ruining a good thing. We're trying to make things less... like. More drivers who actually drive for Uber would vote yes on this than no. First of all, they drive for Uber. I'll be very clear, like very candid. It's already a bad, like a, a situation where they're not winning. Like, how do you think Uber and Lyft made so much money so fast? They be like outsourced your car, basically. You know, you. Well, no, I mean they're they, not paying you for your car. They're they not paying you for turn, your like. They didn't turn a profit. Their market, like their market, uh, their their valuation is based on their idea of driverless cars and just taxing things. But their their valuation is based on their future model. They're not really a super profitable company. You're telling me Uber is not profitable right now. I don't think so. Where are you pulling that from? I think they reinvest all their shit and whatnot. That doesn't. I don't, you're looking Instead at money. Cars. You're looking at step two. Then step one is when they get their money. That's called profit. You're telling me they're not well, profitable. That's called uh, income, right? Profit is the money you have extra. You're telling me they just make. They're, they're making profit, dude. They're making self-driving cars and right R and D and stuff. Look up Uber's you profit. You have to look thing. it up. Let's see. You're telling me Uber's not making. I, I don't think they are actually. The R and D point is separate. Yeah, just check if Uber's making a profit. Net profit margin. Down 79%. I'm just, I'm just because they're a tech company. All these like tech companies that are group positioned for like high growth or whatever, they don't really turn a profit. They're living on a dream. So what are their expenses then? R and D, and then they have their buildings, and they pay people to do stuff and whatnot. Employees. So so why they're, they're so why should we care about their profit when their expenses are to do what? To automate the no, industry? That, that's true, yeah. I mean... So their whole their whole philosophy is just so they can put as much money into, like, not having so to pay anybody? The reason, the reason Uber exists is because it's, it, it's able to work financially, right? So if you make people employees, then it totally changes the dynamics of, like, the cost structure and incentives and stuff, so... In my mind, you're going to have a lot less drivers, a lot less opportunity to drive, and 
uh, to get money, period. So you're just going to have a lot more people not making any money rather than making some or whatever. And I don't, honestly, I just don't agree with their philosophy in general. I could care less. Which it, philosophy? Their whole, like, they, they want self-driving cars. Yeah. Right? And so where's the human element that is helping them get to self-driving cars? Yeah, no, they're not. What happens they're to not that? Really, they're not really taking that into account. And I don't think Uber drivers are taking that into account either. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's why it's like, yeah, you're looking at your short-term job that you're not going to have when they get to where they want to be. And then what? Right, right. You literally, like... But, I mean, the plant... The, this, this creates an environment, the app-based thing, an environment which creates a harsher... Um, opportunity for other things to develop right so now all these app-based companies have to employ people to actually like do stuff instead of having like then right now you have uber and lyft it's great to have competition yeah in these industries so that if things i support this is this is going to limit this is going to limit the availability of more potential apps that can like be more beneficial for people so it's just killing competition or something like that. Uber's already huge. They can. This deal is with literally Uber's... naming these companies to be exempt. Uber's huge. They. This is that's all. This is what it's saying. It's okay. Just oh fine. Apps app based thing. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, let let the app be what it is. Why why is it because it's an app? It's just like why is it different from a job? Ah, it just feels different. Yeah, it feels different. That's that's <laughs> part of the whole like that's I just, the problem of it. I just sold an item on Etsy. It's pretty dope, man. Like uh, yeah, it's just an app on my phone. Okay, I get that, but still, that's the same thing. Like, but it, I didn't. No, I didn't wear a suit. I didn't have to go meet with some sales guy. That's or not your job, right? And that's your own app, business, though. The app took care of all of that. Stuff. Let's 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 do this for example, okay? That became your business, right? Mm-hmm. And you're making a lot of money from it, and you have some employees. Mm-hmm. Now, why should like? What do you think your employees deserve? You're making enough money, right? Yeah. To have like it's more than just you now. You've got several people under you that you know your what money do you mean goes under in, me. They're under you. It's like it's, what do you mean? you're are they also the CEO of your business or are you the CEO of the business? I don't know. It's your Maybe. business, right? You're making stuff. You got people working in 3D printers and this making schematics and stuff, right? Yeah. Things are growing, right? But that's your still your company, right? Don't okay. look at the under me like this hierarchy. It's not like that. Well, that I mean, company structure is a big thing. Like, I don't know how I would structure my company. So, you you should be paying them health insurance if they work forty hours a week. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe whether or not it's an app thing, and they maybe even like they maybe, got pretty uh, printers at home. Maybe they should. Um, maybe there should be a an av- a public option for health insurance that's free and available. Yeah, I think that's going to get there, but like we're talking about rights that people have been fighting for for a while where it's to it's like dignity, you know? These are workers' rights. Yeah, and uh the cost of medicine, it 
at the end of the day, it all comes down to money. That's the thing. People have to pay for medicine and pay for all this yeah. stuff, right? And someone has to pay for it, whether it's free or not by the government. And, like... If there are more app-based jobs, right, then those are the only, like, you can say that's, like, the trend that those will be the jobs that exist. At what point does, you know, would people not have to need health insurance anymore? There's no other jobs that offer health insurance and stuff, so... They just pay for it on their own. Yeah, you just pay for it on your own. So why why would you can, that you why can, is that you can system actually, flipping? No, why can, is that system flipping from the employer paying for it now the employee is paying for it or any worker any person? Huh? Why is it flipping? Yeah, why why was that flip happening because of an app in this app based economy? Like, what's justifying that flip? What are you talking? That to me about? is a loss of rights. Is like you've got a system where. Your employer pays your health coverage because you work there 40 hours a week or whatever, right? You put in the work. Dude, fuck those 40 hours a week jobs. Dude, there are several amazing jobs that are, you know, whatever. Name one. My job's dope, dude. Name another one. What? Job. Why would I have to name all these other... Okay, the executive director of my job. I don't know. Name something that's not like your job. Yeah, I have a great yeah. See, that's the thing is like go find a great job or make it yourself. You know, great jobs aren't that common. Even your, do you know what's a lot more common? Shitty jobs because the re the point of a job is to have someone else do something that you don't want to do. Right. So <laughs> or you pay, don't have time to do. Okay, then you're right. That's a shitty job, right? And that's the the bulk. Well, of it. that's the bulk of right. Things, and yeah. driving around people in a fucking taxi cab pretty much is a shitty job. Yeah, it's kind of a shitty job. So why? And people are making money off that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if most of the jobs are shitty jobs, why can't why shouldn't they be entitled to something extra? What do you mean? Like why 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 do you, like I'm fighting for them to have health insurance because I think it's important. Yeah. So why do you insurance. think? So you're saying that they should. Yeah. Why don't you think Uber and Lyft should pay for it? Because it it's they need someone to do that shitty job, right? Yeah, I mean, like maybe maybe not. I think. It's just an extra cost. I mean, it's just... Too, I don't give a shit about their extra cost, dude. That's the problem. Because you don't give a that shit... That shitty job is still going to exist. Because you don't give a shit about that extra cost. That means you have, you're, you're not going to like understand what the problem is. The problem is that extra cost makes it not worth it to have employees at all, right? Why would it be not worth it when they're making that much money? They're not going to be spending... An, like, how much money are they going to like... They're going to just lose just, all their profit. They can do it in another state where... They they can they can make profit off the regulations of the state, but that's not. You, what did you say? It's earlier? gonna be. It's. You it's, said they are automating. Sasha, they're trying right, to get self driving cars and everything. It's right? simple. Let me say it this way: It's turning Uber into a taxi company. You're basically forcing Uber into a tax taxi company. So it'll be Uber will be a taxi company in California, and it'll be something else in other states. Okay, you're telling me Uber spends a lot of their money on R and D for self driving cars and all this so. stuff. Okay. Let's just say they were going to operate without all that R&D. They could make a profit. Their valuation would boop. Who gives a sh- Dude, it doesn't... I'm not... That's the whole part of the speculative market and stuff. Yeah. Their whole idea... No, it's not speculative. No, the, that... What are you talking about? The investment market is speculative. No, no. Th- no, it's not. It's future thinking. There, There is an what aspect... What is speculative? That's exactly the, the definition there, of there's it. There's an Future as- thinking. There's an aspect of speculation, but there's also data it's also based on data and just like what 
tre based on trends like you can see the future based on things that are happening now it's very simple data does that i get that but you're telling me okay it's gonna be so expensive they're gonna be out of business or whatever right no i'm saying it's gonna be so expensive that it's gonna be a taxi company and you're gonna have very few what's wrong if people are going to, you're going to have gonna the be demand. Worse. It's just of... going to be worse. That's all. That's all. It's just going to be worse. Not the end of the world. It's just going to be worse. I think people, like, I, okay. First of all, I think and people haven't getting the, their. And uh, I don't, like, you haven't addressed the fact that more drivers would rather. Because they don't know. Be contractors. What do you mean? they? So they, they, they don't know for their own good? I'm telling they you, if Uber, if Uber needs drivers, they're going to be flexible. Uber, they're gonna have like better minimums, so you can get whatever. If they're gonna have any, if they need drivers to, you know, to make money, right? Why would Uber? They're not gonna hire forty hours a week for every driver. That's not true, dude. I don't know. I don't know what this. You can hire. Level. I'm sure it you could like, hire. It like, seems like they'd have to be hiring for minimum part time employee, right? So what? Then you change your part time limit. You're telling me Uber driver is not gonna be hitting 10, 15 hours a week easily and I don't they know. work part-time like i don't know there's a lot of uber drivers nobody is there, making right? money just working two hours or three hours a month from uber no i think uh people do like maybe an hour a day or something then i'm not like I'm, on the I'm right worried on about the, the right to work or on the right there are already people that are putting in 15 hours 10 15 hours or plus of driving the 20 percent of people that's 20 percent is 40 is 40, 40 hours, hours. That means there's still like a you could say 40, 50, you know, percent that are doing like 15 hours part-time work. Sure, yeah. Which part-time work even at City Hall, you get paid health insurance. Really? Yeah. For there's for 15 hours a week you get yeah, health insurance. There's part-time unbenefited, there's part-time benefited. Yeah. Hmm. You got to hit those 15 hours, but 15 hours really? Yeah, that, there's nothing wrong with that. What's like if you want a healthy, no, I mean, I you want think, a healthy society. So do you I, want? Like, I think it's nice, but I don't think it should be forced on people. I think, I think if companies want to offer health insurance, that should be a competitive advantage for them. But it shouldn't be forced. When on you them. have uninsured people, right, and they go into the hospital system, who pays for it at the end of the day? Well, I mean, they have this thing now, right? You have to be on health insurance. Yeah, but when you have uninsured people that go into the system, they're gonna get care because that's what the the system does. Who pays for it? Everyone does, right? Yeah. So I, I, why do you like? You're like, you're like, you know, I want that cost. I want to keep that cost and not. No, have Uber I pay don't. That cost. I, I just don't think it's the. Uh, I kind of agree with the idea that it's not. Uh, it shouldn't be forced on the employment. Like, healthcare and employment shouldn't necessarily be connected because yeah, it but we don't have you, a free market. It we ties don't have... you. It ties you to employment. So yeah, say agree. you have this shitty job. Yeah, and, I'm and you don't want to leave it. Because you have health benefits from it, and right. that's th so that it, this whole thing having to exist yeah. makes it so uh, other things there's, can't exist as easily. So no, that's it should, not true. No, it, I think it is true. But this is specifically around Uber and their app-based stuff. Right now, we're talking about companies giving healthcare benefits to people. Yeah, and, and I, I think that are not. Doing I think it. if it was, uh, you can have companies be competitive about it. And then uh, you should have like some public option or something. But I mean, here in California, we have Medi-Cal, right? So that's what no, I'm... but that's like you way under. You have to make so like, I looked it up. It's like pretty low. 
think it's yeah. like under 12,000 or something. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty bad. I don't know. So, I mean, you you can do that. I mean, that's good that that exists, right? Yeah. But I mean, I agree. Maybe we can increase that to make it like 25. I'm not yeah. against that. Let's fucking do that. We don't have to force employers to have health insurance. I, if we're going to force any let's employer, get, I would force let's, Uber. Let's not force that. Let's get more jobs. Let's get more people yeah. making more jobs for people so people can make more money in general. Like, right. let's get more money flowing around. Okay. Move on to the next one. We're split on that one. How many are we split on? It's a lot. That was the app based test. So I'm a yes, you're a no. I'm a no on that one. Okay. Proposition 23 establishes state requirements for kidney dialysis clinics, requires on site medical professional initiative statute. So I said no on this. I'm a no on that one too. Because I guess it costs money to do that and it'll close dialysis clinics. I think, like, I feel like when people jump to any argument that's like they're going to be out of business, they're going to close it. Maybe that's true in some sense, but I just think that if costs get passed down to people receiving dialysis, I'm not cool with that. I don't think dialysis is make clothes per se, because people will still need dialysis. There's like that market for it. One thing that but I think I, the cost will go up. So one I don't thing that I based my vote on was I looked up to Vita. They were yeah. one of the major funders of it, and or against it. Sorry, they were against it, and uh, they got good reviews. So I was like, all right, see, but people seem to like. Getting the dialysis. I've gone on a tour. I've gone on a tour of a clinic. Okay. People had a great... So, yeah, I'm a no for that yeah, one. Yeah, it was pretty clean and stuff, right? So... Yeah. yeah. I guess there is an issue with cleanliness, though. Like, I saw a YouTube video of a girl, and she said there were, like, cockroaches in the one she was at, and... She was saying she would like a doctor there, but... I feel like if there's a way to appeal yeah. that, and to have, like, a complaint process that's, like, you know... Yeah, that's I, a way to go around. You don't need a, thing a is, mandated I, doctor. I don't do side. dialysis. I don't really know myself. Yeah. I just kind of went with. Um, I just kind of went with uh, less. Less regulation, I guess. Kind of, yeah. I'm kind of becoming a Republican. <laughs> Let's not put labels on, you know. Yeah. Um, so Proposition Twenty Four amends consumer privacy laws initiative statute. Um. So this prevents permits consumers to prevent businesses from sharing personal information. So I voted no on this one, and that is purely because this one seems sneaky in a sense that we had one of these privacy laws passed not too long ago, and we haven't even like seen the effect of it. And then they're trying to do this, and then apparently this one was made. What I want to do? Not not in like the regular. It wasn't really done in the right process that where public gets involved and is right. done behind closed doors or something like. So it's very corporate interest heavy. Yeah. On this prop, I think. This one, I think, like you know, I think co- companies are doing a good job anyway of like, you know. Amazon. I think companies are doing a good job of uh. What's it called? You know, they have the disclaimer, right? Like, this is what, you know, you give us permission for this stuff, right? And people are just, they got to read that stuff, so. I wasn't recording. Anything? Don't lie. Hey, we got the audio. I don't care. Yeah, it'll probably just be an audio thing. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at the camera and shit. Hey, good practice, though. But, um. What's this? Oh, is that? Oh, that's just there. 
watermark? Yeah, watermark something. I I don't like. Since you don't want, um. I don't think you should just like. There should be some point, right? I feel like this kind of um, it kills any possibility of selling our own information. You know. Yeah, you know, company we give people like uh companies permission and they sell it for us. That could be the trick they're trying to pull. Yeah, and I want to be able to sell it, you know. Right. Like, at some point, I'll be like, you know what? I know the value of my information, and you're not getting it anymore. Yeah, I I have no idea. I just voted no. It seems suspicious. All right, uh, referendum on a law that replaced money bail system with based on public safety and flight risk. So I voted yes. I was saying. I'm thinking, yeah, let's try not having money bail in uh, yeah. the public. Yeah, that seems cool. Um, plus, there's all those like bail bonds companies. You know, they're all making money off of prisoners. I feel there shit. was stuff to like get rid of money bail and like already seen them disappear, like bail bonds. Like they're they prey on people. You know, like they're yeah. It seems like it. It seems like a pretty uh, I don't know. And they end up owning people's houses and shit. But I've then, so there's the whole idea that, you know, maybe crime will go up if you do that, so. I don't know. Let crime go up. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a criminal, you know? And that's it. That's pretty much, that's all we'll the get propositions. Rid of so, on. yeah, that was, that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, it's a, it's a heated. <laughs> there's a lot to research. Camera's not on. I know. I still got to research it, so. <laughs> look at the camera the whole time. I'll look at the mic now. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm pretty... I'm, I'd be interested to see what California votes, but I don't know. They're way tough. I went pretty conser- conservative this round. I remember four years ago, I was pretty liberal. I voted yes on a lot Dude, of Dude, a month ago, you were like, no on the Uber one. I'm like, what happened since then? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, because... Um, Have you invested in Uber lately? Because I thought it was the opposite of what it was. Huh? You invested in Uber lately? No. Okay. <laughs> no, man. I don't know. Uber is complicated.